Now is the time you should focus on your studies, boy and girl. Okay, you should focus on school. Don't let the boys or girls distract you. In the merry go round, What's up ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Just Married. Today we dive into another episode concerning dating. It is titled Dating into Your 30s. Wow, what a vast topic to begin with, right? When is the right time to date? Okay, all the way up to your 30s and beyond even. Is there any difference dating at the different times in your life? We discuss this topic today. If you are watching Just Married for the first time, this series covers uh, topics to do with dating and marriage, of course. Um, click on the link description below to watch our previous episodes if you missed it. If you love what we do, we thank you for showing us support as well. I guess a fitting starter would be, is there a good time to date? Okay, as we know, there are different stages um, in life, okay, especially in Singapore. There is uh, secondary school, okay, JC, Poly, University, and then of course once you go out to work, okay, that's what we're just going to classify that as just one big thing. and. Uh, Let's tackle the first question. Okay, you, you have heard many parents say this before, we're not going to name any names, but they will usually go off starting something like that. Um, <laughs> now is the time you should focus on your studies, boy or girl. Okay, you should focus on school. Don't let the boys or girls distract you. Uh, so what do you guys have to say about that? You know, are, are they right? The question is, does dating really take up too much time? You know the, the, the bad thing about par- the, the same people, I won't say parents, okay? The same people who tell you to um, focus on your studies. Later when you start working, they will tell you, focus on your career. So, it's never ending. Long. I mean, as parents, I mean, they always want what they think is the best for their kids, right? And invariably, dating will take up time, right? I mean, uh, you need to spend time, you need to take time off to spend time with a girlfriend or boyfriend, to go on dates, go on news and things like that. So that leads into your studying time. I mean, depending on the phase you're in, so if you're schooling, it leads it, it into your studying time. And I guess parents just want their kids to focus on their studies. Um, Unfortunately, and, and, now we study well in Yeah, but I mean, the truth is, okay, let's, yeah. let's, let's, let's be honest here, because you read what you sow. Okay, you read what you sow. And where I'm coming from is, if you uh, sow into your studies, mm-hmm. you'll read good results. This is supposed to be the expected outcome. If you do not sow into your dating life at all, would you be a late starter to the game? That's my question here. Mm. You see, if you do not entertain that thing at all, you do not entertain dating, would you have the experience needed when you go out and work next time? Would it be too late? That's where I'm coming from. You know, I'm not coming from the, the, the fact that is there a right time or wrong time. You can't put a, a, a point on that. I understand. The question is, should you really like just say that your kid, okay, I'll go, you know, date all you want and, 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 what, and, and don't study. I'm not saying don't do that. I'm saying strike a balance. I think there's a difference between like actually going out to date and versus uh, ha- you just happen along your social life or along your schooling life, you meet somebody whom you're attracted to and you start to consider that this person may eventually become your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever wife to be or husband to be because there's a difference between every every situation I go I'm looking for the guy or the girl today and then that obviously will take up way too much time because you're going to spend a lot of time going in and out of relationships 
that may not necessarily work out. Yeah, exactly. I think the, I echo the same thoughts. If you are, you know, depending on your school or whatever, and you are actively looking to be in a relationship, you are, you know, always on the lookout, your radar is always on to get into the next relationship you are looking for, you know, always looking for potential targets. Then, in that sense, and then you always try to work with different people to, you know, see whether if it works or it doesn't work. Then, yes, I think that takes up a lot more time versus a more organic process where you meet someone along the way and you aren't just are able to click, right? Yeah, but what you guys are suggesting here, okay, and I don't mean this in any disrespect, is that how can you take, okay, how can you both take uh, a more laid-back approach to this? I mean, they think, you, you, what you guys are trying to say is that taking a proactive approach in this can have a detrimental effect. No, just putting too much focus on the whole dating process. So let's say, okay, the reason why that there are people who, who start to, you know, panic, panic mode, right? It's because you were so focused on your studies or so focused on your work that you completely put aside whatever possible relationship that could have come across when you, you know, were just going along with life. And then suddenly you feel like, I need to get a partner and then you start like, you know, like going yeah. on a, on a, on a now, panic mode. Now, the thing that I really appreciate what you all said earlier about the organic part of dating that I agree with you where you all say you know that let it be a bit more natural and I always start from a friendship that's what I think you know if you make friends with everybody that's how you're gonna know that this person is possibly your future partner you know if you don't even start from a friendship perspective you can't jump the gun and say that I just want to date you it's a wrong process you know it's harder, I would say wrong. It's, it's just it's a different approach, different set of challenges that mm. you know, one will encounter true. if you go that, that route. So if you are still schooling, you know, okay. probably uh, more towards the younger age, like secondary school, and if you are taking the approach of I need to be in a relationship and you're always on the lookout, then yes, you are you know, uh, spending a lot more time in that aspect of the dating game rather than your studies. Like in that case, you know, uh, your studies may be affected yeah. in the process here. Yeah. Mm. Exactly, exactly. But if you are talking about <coughs> towards the data part, like you know, in when you're working, because you you made a good point, right? For people who did not focus on the dating part and then yeah. when they are a bit older, maybe perhaps in their thirties or whatever age they, they perceive is, you know, to they, they may feel that they might have missed the boat. Uh and I, I don't think there is a, a, a timing per se of missing the boat. Do you think societal influence has anything to do with the fact that nowadays you gotta get you gotta build up your career first, you gotta go to school at this age, you gotta get married at this age, you gotta have children at this age? Is there a societal influence or impact on dating? If you want us to like, you know, if the older generation has this expectation that we have to focus on our studies and then focus on building our career, this by the time you are done building up your career, maybe say you take five years to build up a career. I mean most of us have now we are all about thirty, so we went to you know, uni and then we go and um, develop our careers yep. and we're all like about thirty. So if by the time we really wait, right, for our careers to ready to start dating uh, uh, it's gonna be tough like, I, I feel yeah well said yeah what you think also I think yeah society does play an influence uh, but you do see a tremendous amount of pressure yes the, the pressure is there but I think you know if you can you know you ignore that uh, 
And then after once you reach 30, there's another kind of pressure. So where's your girlfriend? Where's your girlfriend? Is it Chinese New Year? Oh, where's your boyfriend? Where's your boyfriend? And then you see those relatives, I almost feel bad for them where they where they come and then you know that's the kind of small talk that people I feel kind of embarrassed for them and then later they stop showing up and you don't see your relatives anymore. Yeah, and I mean also some of them will even bring in the scientific part of things, right? If you're above yeah. 35, it's harder uh, to... I mean, those, you know, to some degree, yeah, yes, it may be factual, but you know, you still get people who are giving birth at 40, or fan one, yeah. Yeah. 40 plus, so, or, yeah. Man. Science yeah. aside, what you really ought to do is to be sensitive, like, I guess, yeah. to, to how people feel and how we should not impose what we uh, see as what's accepted socially or as a social norm. Uh, on to other people mm. and, and that, that pressurizes them. Um, how about uh, our personal experience? A share personal experience. Uh, I knew Nicole when uh, we started dating um, during the poly JC days. Yeah. So that was, um, well, accounting. It was the end of my JC. Mm. Yeah. And my parents actually had a rule, kind of. They said, okay, guideline, like, guideline. Hi, mom, papa. <laughs> the guideline was that I could not start dating until uh, after 18. So basically, when I go into uni, la, and I always joke with them that, wow, um, you know, thank God I found Ken earlier because when I went into uni, you know, most of the guys were either taken or unavailable somehow, some way. And there were not much choices left. Maybe because my school was too small. I don't know. So, uh, I started dating when I was 16. Uh, I met Chief Fuli. I mean, we knew each other in sec 1, but we only got together uh, at 16. So, I always joke with her, right? Even that was the title of our pre our wedding the video, right? It was, uh, it was titled Love at a Thousand Sites. So, <laughs> it wasn't a love at first setting. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's my story. So you're happy that with the fact that you dated early? I mean, in hindsight, you have, I mean, you know, there's, we, we do, I don't want to, you know, look back and say that, oh, this was wrong, this was wrong. Because in hindsight, now I'm married to her, yeah, I mean. Of course, I mean, if yeah. it amounts to marriage, I think what you can view this as is that it was a successful thing. Yeah, you dated early and it worked out well for you. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess that's one spectrum of the things. We dated pretty early, the three of us. So I guess exploring, it wasn't harm to explore a bit uh, down the other area, which is, are there any benefits to dating later in life? Which means that after we start working, let's say, um, assuming that we are single with 30 years old, in the dating game, are there any benefits there? I'm asking you all to imagine okay, a little bit. I would know. say, right, that it's not so much about the actual age as opposed to um, picking up skills to learning how to uh, communicate effectively and problem solving or conflict a conflict resolution so for example like if if I were in my 30s or 40s or whatever right but up to that point I had not developed very good conflict skill uh, conflict management skills or like I don't know how to communicate properly no matter at what age I start dating right it's gonna be difficult it will still hit you in the face um but you know, if you learn to pick it up early, I guess you can still. It's gonna be difficult because when you're young, you're still learning how to how to communicate effectively. How how do you communicate your you know your boyfriend or your girlfriend? And yeah, cool. then you have to juggle school with that issues lah. Uh. 
what about more tangible things? What about expectations? When you go out and work, the expectations of um, an adult, a working adult, what you bring to the table as half of the partner, does, is it any different from the fact that, let's say, when you date early, you know, when you date early, you don't know things about what is CPF, what is money, what is this and that. You're, you, you like the person, you, you, you gel the person well, you see a future of the person, but you don't go saying, like, you start on equal grounds there, but when you start working, Lewis might potentially have more assets than his partner. Lewis might have, you know, I don't know where you come yeah, from, yeah. right? Yes, but I don't know. I think I would like to pose the question uh, from a girl perspective. If you were single and if you were 30, what would you look up for? In a girl? Because, okay, let's say if you were okay, back in JC, right, you don't really bother yeah. about, oh, are you financial yeah. status? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are you able to support me? I mean, you. Yeah. Uh, potential for me. So is that something you would then consider? Yeah, you know what? In fact, I heard that it's actually going to be harder. I mean, of course, uh, this is second-hand experience from people who are at my age, you know, or older um, uh, and trying to get into the dating scene because probably if you focus on your career and if you're a good employee or you're a smart educated person, you would have reached a point where your career is quite... um, stable, quite uh what you call it um well yeah well established. Mm-hmm. And then you 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 will ultimately kinda judge your other partner. You know, hopefully you want somebody who's at the same level as yeah. you. If you're younger you're not so you know don't really care about this kind of things. You're more accepting of the other party. And then on top of that, um you know according to this like I don't can't remember what it was, some talk or some podcast. And they were saying how um guys if you're trying to look for guys your age at like say 30 plus um, the guys our age are not looking for girls our age they're looking for younger ones wow okay. you know because like you may look too old for that I don't know what but I think yeah for me it's, I, I would say it's more of the maturity like. if you know you can be both can be 30 but if the maturity level is not the same it's harder to be together as well if you're older okay the benefit really is you know what you're looking for in the other party the other party assuming is like you um, also knows what he or she wants uh, it's easier to do the matching yes. uh, that's why maybe dating doesn't have to be so long um, yes. in, in, at that age also I think if you are you know, a bit more mature uh, and if you're single uh, the trying out period will also be less you, know, you, don't, you don't really look to oh okay I'm going to try to date yeah, yeah, true, true. Yeah. because you know what you want Exactly. So it's not to do with age, la, yeah. in that sense. You can be 40, you date, be dating 60 girls or whatever, you know. You need to know what you want first. Mm. That's, that's our statement to you. Don't forget to check our previous podcast as well. We uh, Let us know what you think. If you have any stories you want to share with us uh, concerning your dating stories, you know, we'd be happy to hear them in the comments below. Um, like and subscribe if you enjoyed today's video. Uh, thank you for watching today's episode. Feel free again to share with your friends. We're on Facebook as well. Uh, look for Wonder Explorer and be sure to follow us there as well because every new video goes up there. And uh, we'll see you in the next episode. In the merry-go-round.